What's up, travelers? I am your Dungeon Master Morgan, and this is Mindflayed Mondays, a D&D podcast where we follow the heroes of Oxus as they explore the world that floats in the skies above. Well, that's normally what we do, but tonight it will be part one of our Monster of the Week Winter One-Shot. Monster of the Week is a fun game that uses the Powered by the Apocalypse system. We will try to explain moves when we use them tonight uh, for anyone familiar, unfamiliar with the system. Uh, I, however, will not be running the game. Instead, our very own Kylie will be hosting this session tonight. Uh, but before I turn over the reins to her, I want to talk a little bit about some wonderful people who run another TTRPG actual play podcast with a little bit of a southern twist. Shrimp and Crits is an amazing cast who makes their own music for their show and have built a very in-depth world. Their game uses the same system that we will be playing tonight. So without further ado, uh, let's listen as they tell you about their own podcast. Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you will be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the Fae. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicochica. If you want to listen in on an incredible Monster of the Week campaign, please check out Shrimp and Crits, not Grits, Crits, though I do think that they might have a recipe somewhere out there for it, uh, but they release episodes every every other Monday, so bi-weekly on Mondays. So check them out, uh, and I'm going to turn over the reins to you, Kylie. Well, thank you so much. Um, before I set the stage, I would like each of you to introduce uh, who you are, what playbook you're using, uh, Clarity, how you know the other players if you do it all. Uh, hi, my name is Victor. Um, I will be playing today, I will be playing Pavel Zolovyov. Uh, which is uh, the Crooked playbook. You can find me on social media at L00MIEN. I am an audio engineer, uh, music producer, and uh, I have music uh, in up on Spotify in the metal and EDM genres. Well, how do you know me? Oh, yeah, yeah, you said that. Okay, I'm so sorry. I no, you're fine. Was, Go ahead. <laughs> was all in my own <laughs> I know Alaric, right? Is that how yeah, you Alaric. Alaric. Pavel knows Alaric through connections with the Russian mafia uh, from his homeland. They worked a job together. Uh, things did not go well. Pavel had to flee the country, and Alaric assumed Pavel was dead. What's up, everybody? I am Morgan, and I am the creator of Mindfully Mondays. Uh, tonight, I will be playing Alaric Hawthorne. I'm going to be playing the Spellslinger playbook. Uh, Alaric is somebody who has made his living off uh, locating items of uh, magical essence, as well as hunting down monsters and 
dealing with things that the normal world is not prepared to deal with. So he's kind of like a magical private eye in the sense. Uh, he has met Pavel, uh, as he said before, through a, a botched job. And with Jonesy's character, uh, he met him through saving his life. How's it going, everybody? I'm Jonesy. I'm with Hard Knock Dice. We are a live uh, live stream, D&D live stream that plays every Monday and Saturday. We do Ghost of Salt Marsh and Eberron campaigns uh, that I DM for and play the Purple Grung uh, uh, Gloob in one in the Ghost of Salt Marsh campaign. And today I am going to be playing Harold Warble. I'll be playing an expert. Uh, Harold's a, a social media savant. You see, I just had the TikToks and the Facebook installed on the phone. So... Uh, all the conspiracies and the paranormal activities in the area, I'm, I'm pretty well read, you see. Um, I'm part of uh, monsterhunters.com slash org uh, and a couple of other forms. Uh, now, I don't I don't know any uh, Russian gentlemen, but I do know my good friend, Alaric, or Al, as I called him dearly. We saved each other a couple couple years back now, and he uh, I keep him up up to date on all the all the good paranormal activities that happen around. He he's supposed to be coming around a couple of times now. I ain't seen him, but he's got, I think he's coming down today. Wonderful. I <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, and my name is Kylie. Uh, my social media handle is history underscore Kylie. I work at a children's museum and I create programming when I'm not doing this wonderful podcast with all of you. Um, so that's all I have to plug is go to a museum. They're great. Um, <laughs> that's the best plug ever. Go to a museum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at that, I am going to paint you all a winter wonderland picture. set in the Sierra Nevada mountains. It is uh, evening. The snow is gently falling on the large evergreen trees. The cabins that are around Lake Tahoe are quiet. There are flecks of light in some of the windows, um, but the majority of the lights are turned out because it is Two o'clock and two or three o'clock in the morning. So most people are asleep. You see pretty much nothing. It's, it's dark. There's no moon, but there's a rustling. And from that point, there is something being pursued. You can't see it. It's it's large. It has an a a musky odor, and it's breathing heavy, running from something. It's being chased. And it gets up to the top of the mountain where there are ski lifts. And it realizes it can no longer go any further. And it turns around and it's facing a battalion of 
dark figures. And before you know it, a rumbling happens as an avalanche clears through several cabins and emergency services are called. We cut to the morning where we meet Harold sitting in the Tenenbaum Ski Lodge uh, breakfast nook with a stack of papers scrolling on his, not just a phone, but a tablet and a laptop. And what are you doing, Harold? Harold uh, scrolling through, he's got uh, like probably no plate, but just like a handful of breakfast sausages as he's like scrolling through these things. He's got grease on his tablet and his laptop screen scrolling through the, uh, no doubt, the, the most horrible paranormal magazines and just keeping up to date with all of his stuff waiting on waiting on Al to arrive. This is where uh, Al told him to meet him at. He hates this place. So he's just he's just eat, eating a free breakfast and, and taking up space at the moment. So as you're you're waiting you being the curious you're being nosy the where you've posted up you can see out the windows because in the ski lodge there are huge plate glass windows that you can see all of the ski lifts and uh like bunny runs and things like that um and you see several emergency vehicles and with a boatload of people it looks like statements are being made um because last night an avalanche happened on the other side of the ski lodge and several cabins were were buried and that's pretty much the hubbub you've been sort of picking up on um as you wait for alaric oh my gosh i'm not gonna be able to pronounce that name (laughs) we'll just call you al (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take a take a page out yeah. of Harold's book. Leave, leave it to your DM to pick the hard name. Right? Yeah. You would. Alaric. 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 But you can call me Al. So Alaric, what are you doing? You know, you know that uh you know, Harold has posted up here. What what are you currently doing? I would say I probably just arrived and I'm waiting for a, a car to pick me up to take me up there I'm like looking at my watch going man this better not be another damn goose <laughs> chase with this guy you get a uh, ding on your phone and it's Harold sending you another article probably the fourth this morning <laughs> <clears throat> and I look at that and I kind of just I immediately scroll past not even looking at it and I just and if I do take note of uh other news about the avalanche near the near the lodge and i'm like huh, interesting and then i just keep on scrolling um, and then I'm, I'm i'm waiting for my ride to to come pick me up so alaric when you scan the information about the avalanche you note that this is the fourth avalanche and not just like a little avalanche a big avalanche in the last two weeks that i would take note of well, maybe this isn't a goose chase or a yeti chase. Oh, God, if he tells me one more thing about yetis, I'm going to lose my mind. And I just kind of keep on scrolling. 
And then I, 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 I will go back and actually read what he sent me. What did Harold send me exactly? Said uh, uh, four Yeti families found living in New York apartment. <laughs> and I just, I literally just kind of put the phone down and just one, two. <laughs> And I begin counting. And, and as, <laughs> as Alaric is counting, uh, Pavel, what are what are you doing right now? Uh, Pavel is on his way. Uh, he has Uber, DoorDash, Postmates, Lyft. Uh, you know, all not sponsors of the podcast, but uh, <laughs> all installed on Pavel's phone. He likes to make a buck uh, anytime he has the opportunity. Uh, and Pavel happens to have found uh, someone looking for a ride uh, up the mountain, the exact uh, exactly where he's going. So Pavel is driving his uh, Ford Falcon uh, up into the Sierra Nevadas, um, looking for uh, looking for what did you say your uh, what did you say your name on Uber was? John Smith. John Smith. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, looking for his, uh, his ride or his pickup, John Smith, uh, he pulls up and recognizes maybe, I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, that's definitely him. This spell slinger that I worked with, um, many years ago. He pulls up, rolls down the passenger side window, leans over and says, John Smith? Uh Pavel? Get in car. You're alive? And I, I, as you sit there, just quiet, I'll open the door, kind of shocked that you are alive, and I'll get in the car. <clears throat> as soon as, as soon as Alaric is in the car, Pavel is going to hit the gas and start driving as fast as possible um, towards his destination. Did Grigori send you? He says as he narrows his eyes. Who? Hmm, never mind. Oh, is that one of the guys that from Russia? No. <laughs> we going now. Uh, listen, listen, I haven't I haven't I haven't talked to any of those guys since that, that mission. It was a one time job. They paid for me to fly over there. I did the work. Well, I did the best I could. But that the whole crew was killed. How did you get out of that? He just stares forward and narrows his eyes even further and says, you like music? And he turns on the radio. He turns on this Bluetooth and it's just Vitas playing. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll sit there for a minute just staring at him. So as the two of you sit in this uh, strange uh, familiarity and discomfort uh, Pavel, you notice as you go up the mountain that there are like four times the, the number of emergency vehicles. And you've been up on the mountain for, I don't know, about a month now. And um, this is very, very unusual. Um, you you roll up to the parking lot of the Tenenbaum Ski Lodge, and a uh, in, an emergency worker, not a police officer, but m maybe a Forest Service person. You don't quite recognize their uniform. Uh, has you roll down the, your window. Um. Okay. 
so yeah, I'll pull up, I'll I'll roll down my window, and um, I guess I'll just turn to him and say, uh, what these problem? Hey, yeah, so, um, right now we are trying to make sure that, uh, we are keeping an assessment of all the people coming and going because, uh, there's been some accidents up on the mountain, and, uh, are you here because you're staying at the lodge, uh, do you have a cabin? And he looks at your Ford Falcon and goes, you don't have a cabin, do you? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. He He's taking me. This is my Uber. He's taking me up the mountain to where I'm staying. And, yes, and, he's business. Okay. Uh, so is that... Uh, and, and he peeks uh, towards you, Alaric, and goes... Uh, so is that does that mean you're staying at the ski lodge then? Yes, I'm staying at one of the cabins up there at the lodge. Okay, so uh, you don't you're not missing anybody, are you? No. Oh no, I'm actually meeting meeting uh, someone there that just wrote me, so I know that they're there. Okay, well, uh, all we're saying right now is that the ski lifts are are closed until we can figure out why these avalanches are happening and uh yeah can you just stay out of the forest okay. yeah you know I, you know i had i had a whole weekend planned to just going out in the cold so sucks i guess i'll just have to enjoy the nice warm fire and some hot cup of cocoa and what a drag and you do that <laughs> and he sort of waves uh waves you through pavel uh, okay fantastic yeah i'll get the heck out of there it's you know i'm not i'm not gonna like peel out or anything but i just move right along okay yeah i'll even say this uh pavel make sure you don't peel out these you never know what these guys are gonna do <laughs> and uh, we both know that your past is a little bit sketchy so yeah. let's just let's let's not bring any attention to you oh that's uh i'll crack a smile at that and just pull you know check i'll like check my seatbelt, check my e-brake like pull out Nice and slow, both hands on ten at ten and two. For sure, for sure. Look, you're such a professional, Pavel. You're such a professional. I love it. He's not first rodeo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so you pull up into the ski lodge parking lot, and um, I am assuming that Harold has uh, messaged you, Alaric, specifically where he's posted up, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the breakfast bar. All right. So, uh, Pavel, I don't know if you have anything else you're doing, but, I mean, I find it very strange that fates would bring us together. I'm glad you're alive. Me too. I don't know if you want to come in. I'll buy you, buy you breakfast. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe get some drinks when it's a little bit later in the day. You like vodka still, yeah? They have vodka? Yeah. Nah. I'm sure they do. Nah? Yeah, nah. Okay. Well, we'll drink some hot chocolate, maybe on. We'll put a little bit of vodka in the hot chocolate, you know? DC is fine. All right. Come on in. Let's go. Yeah, and I'll, Besides, I'll park and follow them in. Your, your company will be very appreciated right now because uh, the associate of mine that I'm meeting since, seems to think that Yetis live in New York. And I show him the, <laughs> the Yetis in New York. <laughs> uh, I'll scoff at that. And uh, as we pull up, I'll let. Alaric, get out of the car first, and I'll check uh, 
I'm going to check to make sure that the 9mm I have under my Adidas tracksuit is loaded. <laughs> okay. Tracksuit mafia. Holy shit. Hey, hey, it's good. <laughs> I love this detail. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so... so Let's go in. Yeah, so the three... So, uh, Pavel and Alaric, you you pop into the, where the, the breakfast bar is, and... Um, just as you know uh, and suspect, Alaric, uh, Harold has picked the like nicest table and has spread all of his stuff out. Um, there's this beautiful picturesque uh, scene of the mountains and the ski lifts and also all of the ruckus with the, with the emergency vehicles and uh, you, you see Harold in all of his glory. Oh, well, I wave at Harold and if he sees me, uh, you'll see that I am, I, I am basically average build. Uh, the sides of my hair are shaved and I have teal hair teal colored hair on the top uh just a little bit of scruff for facial hair uh gray uh, gray colored eyes and there is a couple scars running down the side of my neck that go below the collar line uh clothes i'm wearing dark nice jacket i even have a scarf on uh and i have some fingerless gloves on right now um and i wave as i walk over to him yeah, yeah, Harold. Harold will get up and uh, seeing his seeing his old friend over there, and you see Harold. He's in uh, all sorts of just leathers, like backwoods leathers. He is too fucking dingy to be in the place he's in right now, especially at the nicest table. He's got uh, he's got this tra poorly made trapper hat on uh, that still has like the beaver head attached, just sort of like mounted on top, like in in front. It's it's very very in your face. Uh, he looked down at his face, got a couple of scars right across his nose and goes down to like just a mottled uh, gray and uh, gray and brown beard. Uh, Al, how you doing, friend? It's been some time. I know some of my texts don't get through sometimes. You don't respond to all of them. So I got me an ex one of them extenders. How you been, friend? Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy how sometimes those, those texts don't make it through. I still haven't figured out why that happens. Um, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm loving the hat. Damn. Very Just classy. Very classy. It looks looks great. Um, <laughs> so you brought. I want to introduce hey. you. I want to, yeah. I want to introduce you to a friend. Here's, how's it going? Hello. And uh, you see this uh, probably six four uh, buzz cut uh, guy uh, with a pretty pretty severe facial features. Um, cold blue eyes, just wearing a black and white Adidas tracksuit, and like some some like yeah yellow uh, sneakers that are like pretty garish and like uh, obnoxious. But um, he's got like a a gold chain like hanging down between his like you can see like a gold chain hanging out underneath his uh, underneath his tracksuit there, and um, yeah, he gives you a gives you a, a narrow look and and reaches out his hand for a, for a handshake. How's it going, friend? What's your name? I am Pavel, and you? Uh, uh, you, you can. I'll give a nervous glance over to over to <laughs> Alice. 
call me Harry, and I'm a I'm gonna while still shaking his hand, like lean over to Alice <laughs> a little bit close and probably poorly whispering. You you brought in the Ruskies for this? Well, I well I didn't bring in any Ruski. I met uh, an old acquaintance. They brought him. Pavel, Pavel actually was somebody that worked on a job with me over in Russia several years ago. He, uh, this is alleged. Well, I yes, allegedly, allegedly. With you. you. You see those marks on his face? Yeah, yeah. I see. This is, you see the marks on my neck? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. S- same, same thing. Same, same, same thing. It was a vampire. Allegedly. It was an alleged vampire. No, no, it, it 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 was a vampire. I roll my eyes really big. <laughs> how, dude, how can you say that when the thing was ripping at your face? I, I thought you were dead. Uh, the crocodile does strange things to people. Drugs are bad, okay? Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I saw him and thought it was weird that I haven't seen him for several years. I invited him in for breakfast. Who knows? He's got he's got skills, and if there is something up here, maybe maybe he can help. I'll uh I'll sit down at the table, um, kind of you know like uh in a a big way. Uh, I don't know if you know what I mean, but like just I'll I'll spread myself out like I'm welcome. Uh, and I'll turn to Alaric and say, uh, "You get drink now." <laughs> Yeah, I'll go get some drinks. Um, and actually, as as you say that, Pavel, um, a petite uh, uh, little old lady uh, rolls up um, in her uh, emerald green uh, uniform top with a uh, with a ruffled white apron with a name tag that says Joanna, and she goes. <laughs> Well, hi, everyone. Um, it looks like Harold now has his friends. Uh, she she uh, sort of does the side uh, whisper to, to you, Alaric, and Pavel. Who says, I honestly thought that he was lying that he had friends, but I'm glad that you're here. Hey, um, man, what's that? Oh, well, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Joanna. All right. (laughs) Oh, I know. They is young. No, they is young. We don't know if he has friends yet. Oh, fair. (laughs) Fine. Uh, uh, Harold said that he had someone who was going to meet him. And so I am glad that that is a true thing, a true statement that occurred. Um, Can I get either of you some coffee? Or hot chocolate. We can. I can bring you some breakfast. We have some wonderful pastries. Um, we make a fantastic Irish coffee. If you want something extra, um, otherwise, uh, what what can I get you? And she hands and she hands you both uh, just a general diner type menu. Sure. What what uh, hour of the morning is it? It is like a solid eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. Uh, you have Russian coffee? Oh, of course we have Irish. Is that coffee with vodka? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she, she, She's she, coffee with uh, vodka. She, she reaches out um, and does what like little old ladies does, it, like and, and puts her hand on your on your arm and goes, <laughs> "Honey, of course we have uh, 
Russian coffee if you don't want some <laughs> Irish coffee. And she, she uh, looks over at Alaric and goes, do you want a Russian coffee too, sweetie? Or uh, do is black coffee good for you? Russian coffee will do fine. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up with two friends, so let's have some Russian coffee. Well, what about you, Harold? No, thank you. I brought my own, and he pulls a flask out from under a leather coat. <laughs> He'll have a Russian coffee as well, Joanne. Oh, don't worry. I won't let him drink that in here. I won't let him drink that in here, all right? Appreciate it, honeys. And she, <laughs> turn, she, she turns around and, and runs to the kitchen. <laughs> I, I, before she runs off, uh, uh, can we get three breakfast? Well, he's already got food. Well, can we get two breakfast specials for uh, it, 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 for my 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 friend here and then myself? She lifts her arms and gives her you a thumbs up as she goes into the through the double swinging doors uh, into the the lodges uh, diner area or uh, the kitchen. You know what I'm talking about that area. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, in a pretty pretty quickly actually she rolls back with uh two uh breakfast specials which is sausage and eggs and toast and hash browns um she she uh looks at all of you and goes ketchup a hot sauce any other condiments and she's like pulling them out of her her uh apron pockets anything else i'm good i'm good good. okay Uh, pavel um, these will do, and he takes the Tabasco, uh, and he just like takes the green and the red Tabasco, and takes the lids off of both of them, and just starts dousing his entire plate in it. And, and uh, she nods, and then uh, and she set down your your Russian coffees um, <laughs> as well, and and runs back to, to to, and she sees that there's a other group of folks rolling in. Um, what it looks like from the outside, um, uh, after being maybe interviewed uh, they all look very cold and annoyed um and she seats them two or three booths away from you guys um obviously while they're coming in i'll i'll turn it over to harold so i mean besides the, the potential yetis in new york which is serious serious stuff um i read that there's been this is like the fourth avalanche up here in two weeks and it's not none of them were small avalanches. What what do you know about this situation? Uh, well, DM, GM, keeper. What are you in this game? Uh huh. I'm the keeper. <laughs> keeper. What would I know about the avalanches? So what you know is that um, over the last two weeks, there it has been these four, the the fourth one being last night specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, big avalanches um two the the first one um four ski lift employees went missing um and they haven't found them in any of the the snow drifts um so that's an open missing persons case but everybody's pretty sure that they're gone um there has been um and and a lot of the the folks up in the mountains, the, the people who own cabins, um, many of the other like ski resorts are getting really nervous, um, and and you sort of have got uh, picked up on on this through social media and um, just general talk because um, you I I would say that Harold is probably 
been up in the mountains for a couple of weeks now um, because uh, not only has there been like weird sightings of things, but um, just with like the, the missing people in, in your line of work, there's no such thing as missing people. Right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll pull up all sorts of tabs that are already open, like on my tablet and everything. And I'll just for sake of brevity and I'll repeat all of that, uh, over, over to you guys at the end, just, uh, just sort of pointing all of this information out. And he says, that's why I'm sending you stuff on Yetis. Cause I ain't found any of these people. See, I probably send them off to New York. See, I follow this man right here on the Facebook group. Uh, 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 uh I don't remember what his name is right now. I think it's, uh, oh yeah, Bigfoot Hunter sixty nine. That's him right here. You, you click over here to his page, to his face page right here. He says he might be taking these people shipping off somewhere. So, so according to Bigfoot Hunter sixty nine, he Bigfoot is capturing people and then selling them overseas. Well, it, it might be to New York. That's a, it's possible. I don't know. See, but what? I don't know if there's a Bigfoot up here. I'm not ready to jump to that. Like I've seen vampires and werewolves and some other shit that would scare the living hell out of you. But personally, I've never come across Bigfoot, Yeti, Swamp Ape, or, you know, whatever you want to call them. But I do think that there is something going on up here, at least a little bit. I mean, a lot of missing people. How many missing people, according to the to what he has found? Um, there's been four employees that have gone missing in the last two weeks because of these avalanches. Harold will uh, click over to another tab. <laughs> when you ask him that question, how many people have been taken? He clicks over to another tab. He's like, yeah, well, I see. I hacked into uh, local police's database right here, and there's about four of them. He clicks over. He's just logged into some, some database that he should not be in and, by any means. And actually... Um, when you click over into that database, all three of you see that there has been, um, reports of mountain lion activity, um, but, uh, the reports from that, that, that it looks vague and not what you'd expect the behaviors of a mountain lion are, but there's been like blood trails and just a lot of weirdness. So that's another thing that as, as Harold uh, clicks over (laughs) to a database, he's not supposed to be in. uh, That's you see, you just see a quick thing as he's scrolling. Mountain lions. Is there mountain lions in this area? I've seen a couple here and there. One or two, maybe. I don't normally do this stuff from what I read. Was that? Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I think think Pavel has been um, vaguely listening to this conversation, but just kind of like looking out the window and trying to trying to listen to the conversation of the people that sat at the booth, like three booths away from this. Yeah. So is uh, there is there like a role like um can I do I don't even know what like investigate a mystery to like try and roll to see if I can overhear what they're talking about or is it just not Yeah, you can investigate a mystery. Okay. Hmm, I got an 8. 
plus two for sharp, so ten. Awesome. So that means you get to, oh gosh. So, Pavel, because you rolled a ten, uh, you get to hold two, which means that you can ask two of these questions of me. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? So I feel yeah. like based off of where you're at, um, mm-hmm. if, if you're trying to listen to the two or to the folks talking, mm-hmm. um, it, it seems like the question's... Not, not that I'm going to tell you what to do. You can shoot. You can sure. ask whatever you narrows, like. Narrows the questions down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That I, I, I agree. That's kind of what I was thinking too. So I think, I think the questions I would ask are, what happened here, and then, if you'll allow it, what is being concealed here? Yes, and actually, those are the two I was thinking. Okay. So, fantastic. As you were, um, not it's pretty much ignoring everything happening between Harold and uh, Alaric. Mm-hmm. A very high-strung woman um, is speaking not quietly, so it's not that uh, hard to listen. Um, And she is like, and no, you don't understand. Uh, I heard just strange things happening outside our cabin, and um, I tried to wake up uh, Mark over there, and, and she like elbows her her partner and and he was just not getting up so finally i got up and threw on some sweats and looked out the window and you would you'll not believe what i saw and uh you can sort of see to the two people who's facing oh like away from you and towards her shift uncomfortably and mm. uh the, the guy goes what what did you see, uh, Sammy? And she's like, I saw Bigfoot. I saw him. He was <laughs> eight feet tall and just running away from a group of, like, commandos all in black. They had huge rifles. And uh, with for, it went from being them chasing this this Bigfoot to avalanche. And then we had to get dug out of the snow. Do you know how much money I had to pay for this ski lodge uh, trip? And now I can't even stay in the cabin with the picturesque views? Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. I can't even Instagram this now because they told me that I can't do anything with social media. That was the whole point. And uh, okay. her partner, Mark, just looks... He, he uh, It's clear that he's asked for the Irish coffee. Um, and <laughs> and he points to Joanna and, and, and asks for... Like, just without even words, just asks for another one. Because she is just too much. Insufferable. Yeah. yeah. And the two friends are, are trying to be helpful, but they can't even get a, get in, a, in an edgewise because as she's going, 
her voice is getting higher and higher and speaking faster and faster. And uh, yeah, now she's just insufferable and unstoppable in her tirade. Okay. Is there any chance, is there any chance for real quick that I may not catch the conversation, but I do notice that he looks like he is just exhausted with her and I can catch Joanne and say, make it a, uh, I shouldn't <laughs> yeah, you can definitely, you can, uh, you can definitely do that for sure. Jo- Joanne, you have another Russian coffee? Is is I think he needs uh, a Russian coffee. Uh, Thank you. Um, I'm going to uh, lean in after I after I gathered the information with the investigative mystery role. I'm going to lean in and and look at Harold uh, as I take a deep sip uh, of my black coffee and uh, and say, "You be careful with that uh, woman over here." Says. The uh, Instagram is illegal now, and uh, the commandos will take it. Instagram's legal now. I ain't reading nothing about that. <laughs> wait, 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 what are you talking about, Pavel? Um, this woman says there were commandos uh, chasing someone down outside of her home, and uh, she says that they told her to not use social media to broadcast it. They were. She was chasing what? There they were, were chasing what? There were commandos outside of her home with rifles chasing a man down, or she say Bigfoot. Oh, I knew it. But All right, well. they told her not to use, <laughs> told her not to use uh, social media to broadcast it, or they would, uh, you know, probably silence her. All right, Harold, if you can do me a favor, if you can look at her and see if you can. Did you catch their names, by the way, Pavel? Um, oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. Don't remind me. I'm gonna try. It was Mark and Susanna? Question mark. I don't know. Sammy, you were real close. Sammy. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will. I will get up and walk over, and I will immediately hand my business card to Sam, or Sammy, or whatever. It was it Sammy. Yeah. Sammy? Hello. Who are you? Hi. Listen. The name's Alaric Hawthorne. I'm a uh, private investigator. Uh, I usually deal with strange happenings. Uh, obviously, your vacation has been ruined, it seems. Uh, yes, it has. Oh, my gosh. I... D- do you know what happened? Because I can tell you all that I, happened. Please tell me. I, I, I just arrived here. Uh, I, I noticed that there's been four avalanches. Um, and I'm just trying no, to figure out what's going on. I don't care about so. the avalanche, though. I mean, it, it, that has ruined my, my ski lodge vacation. But I was told that I can't even uh, use my Instagram account to document the fact that I can't use my cabin. Who told you you couldn't do that? Oh, one of the guys that uh, dug us out of our cabin when the avalanche hit. Because our cabin was one of them that got buried last night. But, I mean... That wasn't so bad. It was a little romantic. And she looks over at Mark, and Mark is just like, oh, God. Um, yeah, man. Uh, last night, a big boom happened. Um, and there was an avalanche. And we were trapped. And honestly, I thought we were going to be trapped there forever. 
And <laughs> was the big was the big boom the avalanche, or was there a big boom that you heard caused the avalanche? Well, I mean, the boom happened before the snow collapsed upon our house or on the cabin. So I suppose before. Um, and she's like, um, honey, he was talking to me. He was worried about my uh, vacation and my uh, social media stuff. And so I didn't get to tell him that um, it was one of the uh, rescuers. Um, he had a weird uh, patch on his his coat. Uh, but, I mean, I guess he was just probably a, a, a special forest ranger. That would be the, my best guess. But anyways, um, that's who told me that I couldn't use my uh, d document, uh, what was happening. I've worked with a lot of the, these different agencies with my... Could you describe the patch to me? Yeah, go ahead. And she, uh, I think um, as you're talking, uh, she realizes a little bit that she's not, like... Part of it wasn't, like, not just was she not allowed to use social media. She's sort of not supposed to talk about this stuff. So why don't you either roll charm person or manipulate? I, I rolled double sixes. Oh, oh, baby. Okay. A 12. Okay. And I, I don't have any bonuses. Uh, my uh, charm is a, plus, is a zero, so it's just a straight 12. Okay. So um, she... So she looks at you and takes a real big breath and goes, okay, so it looked like, like I said, a forest ranger patch, but there was something on it that wasn't, you know, the normal like tree. It was a little different and to be very honest, I, the more I think about it, the, the harder it is for me to, to remember. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. I, I honestly can't quite recall. The longer I think about it, the harder it is for me to remember what it is. Um, so sorry. All right. Mm. Okay. I would like to do, I'd like to use one of my moves. Okay. Forensic divination. Okay. I don't know if this if this applies. You let me know. Yep. Uh, when you successfully investigate a mystery, you may ask what magic was done here as a free action. Like with me knowing, like because I, I may not know every group out there, but I do know certain groups. Uh, I would wonder if there's if there's ever been a group I've encountered that has like that kind of patch that people don't seem to remember. Like I'm assuming that there'd be something involved in causing people to forget the patch. So I, I feel like they'd be kind of magical in a sense, or you know, supernatural, and maybe. Maybe I can try to use the divination to find figure out what that is. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely do that. Right, investigate a mystery. That's plus sharp. Mm -hmm. Sharp is a plus one. Okay, that would be six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Beautiful. So uh, I'm doing good so far. Yeah. So I kind of want to fail. I want to get. I want to get experience points. <laughs> <laughs> so so with a ten, you can um, ask two questions. So what happened here was sort of creepy. Oh, but you have your your special forensic. Uh, yeah, it it uh, what it lets me ask is here is what what magic is used here? Yeah. Or what what kind of magic was done here? You know. Yeah. So, um, the there is. It, it's not, uh, like a spell, if that makes sense. It's not. She hasn't been bespelled, 
it's almost like um, if you're familiar. So if you remember in like Men in Black, when they have like the little flashy thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's almost like that, where it's like uh, using some whether it's the patch or it's this this organization. Um, it has carved a chunk of information away, but has left everything else intact. And you have heard of organizations like this um, in your in your line of work, Alaric. Right. Uh, I'll thank you for your time. Um, if you have anything else you remember, or you you need a friend to talk to about these, about what's going on out here, you know, related to this thing, uh, feel free to contact me on there. Text first, send me your message through text. Cause I, I may be in the middle of an investigation, but feel free. If you need to contact me, that's my card. Uh, Mark, was it? Yeah. Yeah. My name's Mark. Uh, I got, a, I got a special coffee coming your way. Thanks man. You're welcome. <laughs> And I hope the rest of your vacation goes wonderful. I'm sorry for the inconvenience you guys had here. I hate when that stuff happens, you know? You just want to enjoy the skiing and, and, the, and the hot cocoa and the view. It just sucks when, when something happens and ruins it for you. Yeah, she, uh, she nods vigorously and goes, finally, someone who understands. Um, totally. And uh, they go into, you know, speaking to themselves and eating some breakfast. Uh and what do you do from there, Alec? I'll, I'll turn back around and go sit back with the group. Now, is there is there any any particular groups that would match like a, a similar type of forest ranger patch that I know of? If not, that's fine. I just don't know if I've ever heard of a forest ranger group that does stuff like this. No, and that's why it's weird. It's almost like um and 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 actually, Harold, if, if Harold rolls investigate a mystery, he might know. I will certainly do so. That is sharp. I'll come, yeah, that's plus sharp. I'll come back over. Hey, Harold, listen, do you, uh, you, you, you got your ear to the web and a lot of, lot of places you shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a group that has a patch similar to that, like the Forest Rangers? but there's some, you know, weird things that can cause people to lose some of their memory. Let's see here. That's not too good. Uh, <laughs> that's at eight total. Two, four, plus two. Uh, on a seven to nine, you ask one. So what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? What did it, where did it go? What, was it going to do and what is being concealed here um it gets to be kind of like what what sort of creature is it but instead of a creature be like the group right i mean these questions can be kind of yeah exactly exactly there's a couple of them that i was thinking like specifically would be easy to answer for me to answer that yeah oh do i choose one of those yeah you choose one of those uh yeah if if I'm if we're trying to figure out who those people are, it's either what sort of creature is it or what is being concealed here, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll go with concealed. What's being concealed here? Okay, so, Harold, you have been hearing about a 
secret group um, that is a government organization um, that has been going into national parks and just it seems like every place they um they roll into some terrible nat- uh, natural disaster happens um whether it's like an earthquake or some wildfires or tornadoes like just wild things that shouldn't happen um or like they're common in the area but just like it's it's a prolific amount in like a short span of time. And then all of a sudden it stops again. Um, but a bunch of people go missing. Um, it's uh, a bunch, a bunch of people die and um, it's, it's seems like it's been ramping up and you can't, there, there isn't a name for them, but people are calling them, uh, basically the natural disasters because that's what comes in the wake of the, this group. Well, yeah, Al, I just sent you, listen, you're not reading my text, but I sent you an article on this and talk, talking about some men controlling the weather and stuff like that. Uh, you you sent me a lot of articles. I don't know which ones are related to this particular. That's why I'm asking oh. for more, you know, more details. You know, oh, which which articles relate to this? All of them related. There was a Reddit post that linked me over to a different website, and it, it, it was a bunch of a bunch of government folks. I think they they might be lizard people secretly, but that's not confirmed yet. But a bunch of government folks going around controlling the weather, like a remote control sort of deal. Bunch of people going missing. Yeah, they're hopping, they're hopping around from place to place. We should, you know what? We should ask them where their cabin is. Al, they report to the Yetis. We need to be focused on them. Government well, folk hey, report to the Yetis. Report to Bigfoot. It's all interconnected. You, are you? Are you <laughs> so it's a wizard Yeti government or... I don't know if it's lizard folk or yetis or the government or a combination it's of all those of them. three. It's all of them. It's all of them. All right, Pavel? It's all of them. All three of them. Oh, duh. Duh. And then I'd take a big swig of my Russian coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, and he clips from his laptop to this digital, like, paranoid pin board. He says, y'all think it stops at the Illuminati, but he doesn't. He's going to start, <laughs> until you stop him, he's going to start taking you down this round hole of nonsense. Listen, 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 listen. Like, like I told you, you are a, a, a fountain of knowledge. But we got to, instead of just being like this large spray of knowledge, we got to pinpoint that and focus on what we have in front of us so i think if we're going to do this we should probably try to get up there around where those cabins are and see if there's anything that we can find up there that may have been missed from the avalanche at least give us an idea of what we might be dealing with sure shouldn't be a problem um i don't know how to get up there i don't really have a vehicle um Pavel, you you're a master of driving. Do you know of a way to I, get around up here? I might have something to help this. Yes. Uh, let's uh, 
we finish coffee and then come with me. And I'm just gonna Ooh. I'm just gonna slam my coffee and I've already ordered another one and it's, as it comes over I'm just gonna slam that one too and then stand up. I'm gonna be grabbing sausages <laughs> and like stuffing a couple in my pocket for going, you know. Oh, in pocket bacon. So as you as you're doing <laughs> pocket that, Alaric, bacon. uh Joanna has uh rolled up with two um like to go boxes of of like toast and bacon and sausage and things like that. Um and hands one to Pavel, one to you, and one to Harold, and goes, Now, honeys, you do take care of yourself now, okay? And you are a light at the end of a tunnel. I know. <laughs> and I will leave a $20 tip. <laughs> uh, she, she nods uh, as she p- picks it up and slides it into her front pocket. And uh, the three of you... Ha- head on out so where do you go from you've exited the ski lodge and uh where do you go from here um i'm going to uh where are we going going? yeah so i I get how far is like my cabin from here like is it walking distance or what i have to drive there uh so you know from being around for the like a month i would say yeah um, that all of the, uh, there's, there's two sets of cabins. There's the, uh, sort of timeshare cabins. Um, and based off of just overhearing the conversation, you know that, um, Sammy and Mark and their little party were in one of the timeshare cabins that is mm-hmm. maybe a half a mile walk, um, on like a normally very well-maintained path. Um, mm-hmm. Your cabin that you've been staying at is one of the owned cabins um, that overlooks Lake Tahoe. And mm-hmm. it's it's a mile walk. Um, it's not bad. And actually, it's, it's for it being winter, it's like 50 degrees and no wind. It's sunny. Um, so it's like a, it's a pretty nice day um, for for winter. Uh, so you could um, either drive to the cabin or walk um, that you've been staying at. And okay. and just basically knowing the layout, because you've been casing this, the place, um, mm-hmm. you're familiar with where, like, you don't know exactly which cabin she, she was in, but you have a pretty good idea of where vaguely, roughly, their, their cabin was at. Sure. Like, I knew it was one of the ones hit by the avalanche, and there was only so many of those that were hit anyways last night, right? So Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, just since it is winter, and, you know, it might be nice now, but it might not be nice later, um, I'm going to, to walk over to my uh, uh, Puce Ford Falcon and... and uh, Amazing. Pop, pop, the, pop the door open and lean the... Lean the front seat forward and say get in um after you harold all right then uh once everybody's in the car i'll i'll start it up and i'll i'll drive uh and drive over to the cabin and vitas is still playing loud and proud uh i've got a i've got a shuffle mix of of uh his albums going on 
um and we'll we'll pull up to the the cabin that i'm staying at uh i have the i have like a garage door beeper uh you know strapped to the sun visor and i'll i'll beep it and uh as the garage door opens and uh i pull the car in um you all see a uh sort of like four seater little side by side like uh atv um uh uh sitting in the in the garage that looks like it can get around the snow pretty well so pavel i have to ask mm-hmm. is this really your place uh is mine for now <laughs> got it <laughs> and uh when i Enough said. Enough said. When I when I get out of the car, I'll pop the trunk, um, and I'll grab a a guitar case uh, out of the back um, and bring it bring it inside and set it inside. I would guess my bag would have been in your car too because I rode up here with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll make sure I bring my bag inside as well. Yeah, well, I think while I'm here too, I don't know if there's anything we need to gear up. Uh, I'll put on. I'll put on like a warmer coat and maybe, you know, some more, some more just like winter weather kind of, kind of clothing and uh, prepare for, prepare for some hiking, you know. For sure. All right. So, I mean, so we, we have this little four seater that we can mm-hmm. take. Um, Harold, is there anything else we need before we get on the, on the snows? What did I know of it really? I got all my stuff in my bag right here. And you see as he's sort of walking around in your house, he's got like a a baby Bjorn type setup for his laptop. So his laptop's in front of his (laughs) face while he's walking around. Fantastic. You'll see uh, Alaric, he'll he'll open up his bag and he'll pull out like a satchel and you'll see him grabbing certain things. It looks like he's got like some vials of water, some dark powders, some stones and even like looks like gems different types of like looks like different things that he might use for what you know that he would say is magic whether you believe in it or not sure sure <clears throat> okay and when we're um when we're ready to take off i'll uh i'll grab that i'll grab that guitar case uh, uh again and and uh take it out to the the four seater with us okay sounds good so um i I'm going to assume that uh, since you know where you're going, that uh, you hop on the cedar, everybody climbs in, and you start driving towards uh, where the avalanche occurred. Yes, absolutely. Great. Uh, So as you do that, actually, um, Pavel, I want you to specifically roll read a bad situation. Fantastic. So you've been driving for like 10 minutes at this point. Okay. Um, Read a bad situation is sharp. I got a six. Ooh. Six. Okay. So uh, Mark Mm -hmm. experience. Can I interrupt? I'm so sorry. Um, uh, One of the moves that I took for my um, playbook is called driver, and I have plus one ongoing while driving. Does that count in this case? That's a seven. It it does. It does. So you are now up to seven. So as you are driving, you're feeling a little instability with with mm. your ATV. And all of a sudden, uh, you 
hear something that causes you to, to turn the ATV off. And um, you can ask one of the questions. Under really um, bad situation. Oh, okay. Correct. Um, I guess I'm going to ask, what's the biggest threat? So the biggest threat is the snow, the avalanche caused some unstable uh, terrain that uh, you realize if you go any further on this snow in the ATV mm. specifically, it's not going to hold any okay. of the weight. And you, you, you can't tell if it's if there's like a small creek under this or if it's just like uh, rocks or what, but like it just feels wrong mm. somehow. Okay. okay. Um, I guess so. So I've stopped the ATV and uh, and I'll 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 turn it. I guess I'll turn to the other people um, that are that are in the car and just say. Uh, we cannot drive further. Um, we must walk from here. And I'll uh, put the ATV in, in reverse and kind of back it up, uh, you know, back it up to somewhere that I feel is safer. You, and there's a there's like a small grove of trees that you can definitely like park it. Nobody's going to mess with it. Um, this is all private, quote unquote, sure. private land. And so you start walking through the trees, actually, because... You could, like, in theory, go through the trees with the ATV, but that you know that would also like mm -hmm. wreck the ATV if you hit one wrong, like itty bitty tree hiding sure. underneath the snow. So it's just best to go on foot from this point through the trees to get if to where you're going. If we do start walking, I'm gonna make sure to to bring my guitar as well. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get the sneaking suspicion that this is not a guitar. <laughs> 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 in case we need music hey it's all good yeah and so as you all are walking you're realizing you are now in like at the bottom of where this avalanche occurred so i would like you all to either investigate a mystery or you can even read a bad situation one of the two Okay. Is it something that we all should roll, or? Yeah. So it's like um, you're you're walking, and so as you're going through, like it it has occurred to you that this is where sort of the quote unquote scene of the okay. crime has I'm happened. Gonna, I'm going to use my third eye and read a bad situation. Um, I can open okay. my my third eye and for a moment take in extra information. I take a plus one hold on any result of seven or more. So. Okay. On on a miss, I still get one hold. But you're exposed to some supernatural danger. Ooh. Okay. Sounds good. That is sharp, right? Yeah. So eight. Yep. That would. Let me look at that for me. I don't know what you, I don't know what you guys do, but that's what I was doing. So that gives me. Normally, I get one, right? No, two. Yep. I will investigate a mystery, I guess, uh, since you're reading a bad situation, and yeah. I rolled a five plus sharp, which is two, so seven on that as well. Awesome. And I got another eight for investigative mystery. Cool. So then each of us, uh, so Pavel and Harold each get a question, and uh, Alaric gets two questions on read a bad situation. First question is, are there any dangers we haven't noticed looking at this, at the bottom of this avalanche? Yeah, so 
at the bottom of this avalanche, and especially because you're, you're using your third eye, you realize, just like looking at the angle of like where the mountain peak is and the trajectory of this avalanche, you know that there's no way that this avalanche occurred naturally. And you get the sense that there is somebody that is causing these avalanches and so in terms of like are there dangers you haven't noticed you're realizing that there are peaks everywhere that one wrong move or one wrong meet up with whoever is doing this stuff uh, could cause like truly the death of you because of the the way that avalanches go okay. seeing that it's difficult to get up and wrong one wrong move can put us into severe danger my next question would be what's my best way in like going up Your best. You know, like going up this like best way into like the situation to move up to where we want to be uh you see that there is actually a rescue line that the emergency service people have uh put up to make it easier for them to go up and down and it's it's stable it's a like you can see that it's attached to the ski lift uh, post, which is humongous. So that's not going anywhere. Uh, so you you see that that's probably the best way in to where you want to go. I'll wait to see what they find, and then I will. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we know these are uh, these are not normal avalanches. I was wondering if I could do ask where did it go, meaning. If there was someone out here setting it off, maybe they left some tracks or maybe I could find a device or something that's doing it or some sort of magic or whatever the case is, like the source of these avalanches. Yeah. So I will answer that question after I hear what Pavel's okay, question sure. is. Uh, boy. Um, so I guess did Alaric share that, you know, these avalanches aren't maybe... Um, natural i mean i i haven't shared yet but i could okay. it, that would make it easier i would sit there I, I would be looking at the avalanche i would kneel down you guys would maybe notice that my eyes begin to glow and it actually seems to be like a almost like a strange central eye on my forehead that seems to light up and after a few minutes of scanning the whole mountainside i, I turn to you and i go these avalanches are definitely not natural okay um and i think there's a lot of dangers on this mountain because of these avalanches. And you see that, that, that rope right there, that rescue rescue line. If we want to go further up, we'll, we'll want to take that up. Um, so then if that's the case, then with my investigative mystery, I'll want to ask, I want to ask what, uh, I want to ask what can it do? Like, I, and, and I guess I know that it can cause an avalanche, but I guess more like, I don't know how can it do that or or do you think it would be do you think that would be reasonable to ask or yeah that's a reasonable thing to ask um you remember back to sammy's mm -hmm. tirade mm -hmm. and mark stating that they heard a mm -hmm. loud boom right before and it would occur to you that just sort of like in cartoons, uh, loud a loud noise could shake the mountain and, and create a avalanche. 
that's not exactly how that kind of thing works. But you would, if anything, like you probably don't believe 99.9% of the things that Harold is saying. But it would not surprise you if there was an organization that had access to the materials to cause an avalanche because they they do there are man-made avalanches to prevent the kinds of things that are currently Mm -hmm. happening um up in the mountains so that doesn't surprise you as if if something like that is being used damn lizard men (laughs) um and as for harold's question about where did it go as helric kneels down and has has his eyes glowing Harold, you are doing your thing. You are looking at every possible angle. And you spot something on the ground, probably three feet away from where Alaric is standing. And it, is, it looks like something that has slid. What, what you would expect, the, the kind of track of a, uh, like a toboggan or something. And it's very subtle. If you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't even notice it. But you see it, and it goes under a big old, like, juniper bru- uh, like brush past some trees. And, yeah, that's what you notice. Like, uh, something went hmm. that way. Hold on. I watch feet. You got a, got a track right here. What's that? Watch, oh, I see it. Watch, watch feet right there. It leads right up under there, under the juniper bushes over there. We follow these down, we might see where it went to, or maybe someone. Come on, quiet down. Get down real low like this. I'm a, I'm an expert hunter. <laughs> As he watches you crouch and start to move that way, Alaric literally just quietly follows you. Normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's not crouching. He's just like, okay. He just like kind of shrugs, looks at Pavel, and he points to the footprints. I think he he found some tracks. Yeah, I think. Um... I think Pavel would be pretty cautious. Uh, you know, someone who knows the the importance of getting low when getting you know when when investigating something like this. So he would be maybe me be taking it a bit more seriously. So then I watch you crouch too. <laughs> All right, I'm out here with these guys, and I just kind of follow you both from a distance. <laughs> I don't want to ruin your stealth mission. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right, I'll, we'll sneak in that direction and see what we find. Yeah, we we got an all-American redneck and a and a Russian KGB up here. Right? <laughs> there is literally no mystery that will go unsolved here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as you are making your way as quietly as you can through the brush, you all realize. That there is something or someone injured. The as 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 you're following sort of the, this like weird toboggan looking track, you can hear what sounds like uh, pained breathing. And so, I would say either act under pressure or uh, read a bad situation are the two. I think that's applied right now. So, Harold, go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure. It's uh, plus cool. For me, it'll be plus sharp. 
because I've, I've read about this sort of thing is, is, is the expert move. <laughs> For sure. I've seen it. I turned back, I turned by, back to a fellow and I was like, I was like hey, hey, Red, I read about this thing on TikTok about keeping your footsteps real quiet when trying to sneak up on Bigfoot. Oh, and I actually do <laughs> decent. Uh, that's a nine plus two for 11. 11. Decent? So that's good. <laughs> um, that, that's great. So on a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. So Harold, against all odds, you are as quiet as, you know, as an actual hunter would be. Uh, your, your, your steps are... are that act will hurt. Uh, you, <laughs> None of your laptop bjorns are making any weird rattling noises. Like you're you're ducking and weaving like a ninja. Cyber ninja. <laughs> yeah. Um what does Pavel and Alaric do? Huh. <clears throat> um I I think I would want to gosh. I mean, I think staying quiet is is super important as well. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that would be my first my first goal is to just also remain remain quiet so I can gather more information without giving myself away. So if that's uh, if that's act under pressure, okay. then then that's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and act under uh, a, a okay. role to do that. What about I you, Alan? Acting under pressure, like. As soon as I realize that there's somebody there, then all of a sudden I would get serious, you know, because I'm following these tracks thinking, like, this isn't going to lead anything. I mean, there's nobody's going to be out here for this long. But as soon as there's, like, actually sounds and it sounds like somebody's injured, I'll try to be quiet as well to, to see who is there. Yeah. Uh, I also got yeah. an 11. Nine plus, uh, plus two for cool. <laughs> nice. I, guess I, was, I guess I wasn't taking that serious because uh, I got a five. That actually checks out. <laughs> It does. Okay. So, uh, mark experience. Yeah. So, Pavel, you are, uh, you know, again, you are a big guy and you're carrying mm -hmm. a guitar case. You're <laughs> fine. You're quiet. Like, it's all good. We have hillbilly cyber guy, Russian criminal, both quiet. Then we have Alaric. Who you know is supposed to be like a private investigator? Right, he's a this, this, you know, cool, yeah, professional. He's like, just not taking this through. shit serious. He he's just not taking this serious. Hunting through all of the, like everything, just like crashing through the the bushes, the bushes. like, like yeah, just hello, hello, just, somebody like, over at here. At one point, <laughs> they, like there's like rump, like brambles get caught on your jacket, like the whole the whole thing, and as you do that. Because I get to take Hello, them. There. I get to take them. <laughs> you you failed. Yeah. I get to I get to take a a, a hard move oh, on yeah. this because you failed. Yeah. As you do that, you push past Harold. So Harold's no longer leading. You are at the lead. And as you push past him and you're making this big ruckus, you come face to face. With Bigfoot, who is very injured and very scared, what do you do? Oh shit! Uh, I I say oh shit to myself. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Travelers, thanks again for listening to Our Adventures. I am Morgan, your normal master of games, and I just want to say thank you again for listening to part one of our Monster of the Week Winter One-Shot, ran by our very own Kylie. I hope you come back and listen to part two next week and find out what happens with the Bigfoot we just encountered. We really appreciate all your support, and our regular show will pick up again on the following week. We will once again return to the adventures of Abdiel, Jace, Akka, and Venelax as they explore the world of foxes. If you can give us a follow and share our show with others, it would literally mean the world to us. And remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again and have a great night.